Welcome to the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. That's right, the Wizard of Odds, Kenny White, on our show. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports. And the power ratings at KennyWhiteSports.com. you got to go there and check it out, folks. And Kenny is out in Los Angeles. Are you enjoying the weather out there, Kenny? I sure am. It's amazing. Um, the weather is just incredible, and it's so, so nice. The first night here, I was telling the guys, they were saying, yeah, it's going to be 75, 76. Might touch 80 degrees. And I said, you know, I, I did a little work myself on it and it is going to hit 80 degrees out here wow it's actually going to hit 90 a little bit inland in the high desert near la but i told the guys since everybody is mainly from the east coast i said you guys probably don't know this but 80 degrees in la is smoking hot (laughs) i said it's not it's it's not like 80 is going to feel good it is going to be very warm right and my question now is you know i checked the weather for the super bowl the high in in inglewood on sunday is 83 degrees wow this is going to be a little warmer super bowl than they've ever ever played might be the hottest super bowl they've ever played and that 80 degree heat could wear down some players and if it does wear anybody down it'll wear the defense down which scares me because i think it's going to be a you know a very conservatively played game but right if those defenses get worn down with those two quarterbacks those guys are going to be attacking as much as they can late oh yeah absolutely <laughs> well Cronky's uh, air conditioning bill will go up right <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's an open air stadium, and with the weather here, that's the one thing what California has. It's 75 every day of the year here, basically, year around. And that's, you know, that's the big draw to California is the weather is so tremendous. But uh, yeah, when it gets up into the 80s, though, it's it's very very hot. So here we are. the 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 line right now is minus four, and I think the uh, the totals uh, 48 and a half, which it's gone down. Uh, people evidently are betting on the Bengals, huh? Um, yeah, there, you, I'm going to look real quick because you're saying it's four, but I'm seeing four and a half in the market everywhere. There there have been some places that have dropped to four. But still, I see some some of the the very sharp outs are at four and a half. Okay. So I'm going to say that's the number. Now times have changed, obviously, with sports betting, with the legalization around the country. If this would have been three years ago, and Nevada was the only state with legalized sports betting, and you would have asked me where this number is going to go, right? I would have said it's very easy. This is going to six because. Everybody that drives in from L.A., the Ram fans that are coming here that are not going to the game, uh, will be coming to Vegas and bringing their money and laying it on the Rams, and there'll be some major seven-figure bets on the Rams in this game. And there will be. That's going to happen. Right. But now with legalization of betting everywhere, New York and New Jersey, their handles farly, um, you know, outweigh Vegas and Nevada. So... I think they're going to get underdog money uh, to help kind of balance this betting. And, uh, you know, the number will probably hang right around four and a half, I think, for the game. I think that's that's the right number. Okay. All right. Four and a half. Uh, Mike's 
Got a couple questions for you here. Kenny, go for it, Mike. Yeah, Kenny. Uh, first of all, we know a wide receiver hardly ever wins the MVP, but I look at this matchup. You see a guy like Jamar Chase, who's had an unbelievable year for Cincinnati. Obviously, T. Higgins has been good for them. Then you got Cooper Cup, who has had a historically good season. Uh, Jamar Chase, rookie record in receiving yards. You've got a couple of receivers here that are big time. Do you think there's any shot that one of these two can get the MVP, or is it pretty well no chance, Burrow or Stafford, all the way? Well, there's only only been four wide receivers in the last uh, 20 plus years. It's gone more than 21. Um, that's uh, that, that you know just tells me that tough spot for a wide receiver. Uh, the last one uh, was Julian Edelman, who had a tremendous game right. uh, and beat up Brett, uh, Tom Brady. And before that, it was Santonio Holmes. And then you got to go all the way back to 2005 and 06, Deion Branch for the Patriots and Heinz Ward for the Steelers. Uh, so the quarterback obviously is the position that that wins the most awards and. Um, I'm going to lean to that, even though, you know, one thing I did, I, and I like a lot of these props under for this game because I feel like both coaches are going to be very conservative. But when I went back to research the longest play, longest completion, longest completion of the game, um, you find out every game the Bengals have almost one higher than the numbers 38 and a half for both quarterbacks, longest completion. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals, with their speed and their wide receivers, have more overs than they do unders in that category. I believe it's like 60%, so that's a high number. Oh, yeah. So I do believe there's going to be a big play, and then the Rams are the same way. Their their explosiveness and their wide receivers have gone over more than they've gone under that number. So I'm going to say there's going to be a big play from both teams in this game i'm just hoping there's a lot not a lot of big plays in this game and if that if there's not a lot of big plays then it's you know it's it's a quarterback award but you're right if tamar chase can pull in two big passes a 70 yarder and a 40 yarder and uh, go over 150 yards on 10 catches he's got a very good chance to win the mvp there it it definitely could happen yeah and 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 to me this being you know a, a super bowl matchup of one team having the rookie record for receiving yards and the other team having almost the all-time record for receiving yards in a season so it definitely looks like there could be a shot uh kenny matthew stafford obviously i think he has answered all the questions to the naysayers in my opinion he is a very good quarterback and he has the ability to take you on a deep playoff run what do you think a super bowl would mean for his legacy um, going forward, do you think that a Super Bowl win puts him in the category of one of the better quarterbacks of this era? Yeah, it definitely would. He's had such a long career now, um, 13 years in the NFL. He has th- over 300 career touchdown passes. Um, this would definitely be a big feather in his cap to get to the to be a Hall of Fame. I, if he wins the game, I say he's a Hall of Famer. He may need to play a couple of more years and maybe get his touchdown numbers, you know, closer to 400. Um, and that would be maybe, I, I don't really know what the benchmark is, but I know for him at 400 touchdown passes and 
uh, over 50,000 passing yards. He could go over 60,000, and maybe that's the benchmark. His, he is at, he is right, he's five yards away from 50,000 passing yards, and I think that could be the number, uh, 60,000, that would maybe put him in that, that uh, legacy, I'm guessing. All right, we are the Sports and Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, brought to you by Kenny White Sports at KennyWhiteSports.com. The power ratings, picks, all kinds of stuff. Kenny, what can our listeners get when they go on to Kenny White Sports? Yeah, like Kenny White Sports, we have uh, uh, oh, there's a lot of great experts in there that uh, put their plays out every day. That if you're interested in, uh, you just you don't want to do the work, you buy the plays, you 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 bet the games, you you win, you take the credit. Uh, or you can use the powerratings.com and use the power rating numbers every day. You'll see the projected numbers and put the final projected scores of every game, and compare that to the betting line and figure out which games you want to bet that day and. Uh, gets you a head start for uh, even uh, you know days in advance as well because you have the power ratings. You can always make your own betting line day in and day out. But we update those ratings for you as well, and it's a great product, one of the best I think in the industry for just nineteen ninety nine uh, a month. That's a month, uh, less than a cup of coffee every day. Uh, you can get those power ratings and give you great information. Absolutely, KennyWhiteSports.com. Go there, folks, and check out the power ratings. They are fantastic. All right, back to the Super Bowl. A couple things I'm going to throw at you here real quick, Kenny. Uh, what color of Gatorade is going to be dumped on the winning coach? Blue. <laughs> okay. Orange is not. It, orange is the favorite, by the way. <laughs> well, they're the underdog. <laughs> and, and on top of that, you know, is heads or tails going to be win the coin toss? They're even, they're, they're even right now. It's like minus... 105 or something like that for yeah for i each. always say tails because uh those coins at one point the head uh the all the all the artwork on the head side was heavier than the tails side <laughs> yeah and that was always would fall to the ground and and tails never fails so <laughs> i don't know if those coins are the same but i did have a pretty good run at one time knowing that uh you know that was going to happen. That heads would come up, but that the tails would come up more often than heads. There are so many props in this game. Uh, it, you know, if, you know, we're we're in Illinois, and and there are, you know, with the books that we're we're um, betting with, there are so many props that just it, it blows my mind. What DraftKings and FanDuel and Barstool and all these these companies have out there, uh, it's crazy. And if some of them hit. They're, they're pretty all, high. All competing for competition, which makes it that much better for the better. But, yeah, you're right. The, the Westgate was the leader in, in props here in, in Nevada for so many years. And they would put out 400 props. 300 of them would come out like the Thursday, 10 days before the game. But this year, Caesars was up Monday. As soon as they knew who the two teams were, Monday morning they had all they were working they were working on those all night Sunday night and we're out with their props on Monday you know props to them that's an <laughs> outstanding job <laughs> yes that de- definitely all right final Super Bowl question for me Joe Burrow who could become the first quarterback to ever be uh what national championship Heisman Trophy winner and Super Bowl winner nobody's ever done that can he finish the job I have all the confidence in the world in Joe Burrow because I want him to beat them crunkies down. <laughs> I know you do. And I know Mike does as well because that's one of his teams and they've been rooting for 
uh, for a long time, and uh, this was the year. Uh, they they have a chance. They can they can win this football game. There's no doubt. Uh, I you know I don't want to lay a favorite in this game. The Rams, if they win, I think it's going to be a close game. It wouldn't surprise me if they if they you know anything can happen. You know, any any team can win any team on any given day in the NFL. Let alone when you're talking two top ten teams. You know, and I have Cincinnati in the top ten. Uh, a lot of a lot of. Uh, Power ratings do not have them in the top 10. And and my only question mark for the Bengals, is this a huge step up in class of defense? Right. Because they played Kansas City, whose DVOA rating is 28. Tennessee's 20. Las Vegas is in the 20s. Uh, Kansas City again in the 20s. Baltimore, 30. Uh, At Denver, who had the highest DVOA rating of any team they've seen, uh, this year, besides the Rams, the Rams are going to be by far the best. Uh, they only scored 15 points. They won the game. They won 15 to 10 on the road at Denver that day. So that's going to be my question. This is by far the best defense they've seen all year. Nobody's even close. Hey, do you think that uh, Cincinnati defensive line might be a little underrated, though? Um, I think they are. Um, I, you know, they they have played well, and that's going to be the question: Can they stop the run? And will they be able to get pressure on Matthew Stafford? I, th- I think that's the question in the game. We know the Rams are going to get pressure on Joe Burrow. Right. That's that's a given. That's happening. Uh, can he get out of it? Can they play the short passing game? Can they can they run the ball enough to keep the Rams a little bit honest with that pass rush? So that's I, I, I got I got I got a prediction for you, Kenny. I've got a prediction right here for you. Uh, Matthew Stafford throwing a pick six. Thank you. <laughs> well, but r- real quick, I do want to say. That's pretty high. Yeah, that I, is. I think, I think you can get uh, plus $4 on that, maybe. <laughs> Remember, Cincinnati, six interceptions in the playoffs so far, and they have the best uh, plus-minus for uh, turnover differential right now. And to me, when you look at all the games they've been in in the playoffs, they've needed those turnovers, right? Because it's not like oh, they've... Dang had to have them if yes. they didn't get the turnovers against Tennessee they don't win we're, we're yes. not we're not ta- we're not talking about you know so about to me the Bengals right now so uh but yeah the defense has been improved I'm not worried about the defense I think the defense will do a decent job here in this game um I'm I'm more worried about the offense and what what they can get done uh against this Ram defense because again if you go through their schedule and you compare DVOA ratings of all the teams they played uh, they've only played two good defenses this year, Denver and San Francisco. And they scored 15 um, on the road at Denver, and they scored 23 at home against San Francisco. So those, those are the only two good defenses they played the entire year. Right. Um, and, you know, and we've got to also look back. Joe Burrow has great numbers, but he put up 1,000 yards against Baltimore in two games. <laughs> uh, you know, throw those out because okay. that was the worst defense in the NFL. And we start to look at the stats. And I'm telling you right now, Joe Burrow's stats are no better than Jared Goff's stats were when Jared Goff took the Rams to the Super Bowl. All right, you're starting to depress me. No, <laughs> hey, I'm liking that because now, now I've got to throw this to you real quick, Kenny. Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? Who's the better quarterback? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he won't give up uh, on that on, on the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> All right, Kenny. That's a good question. I I do have both I do have both guys rated about the same right now. 
Let's talk uh, about something that happened in your neck of the woods, and that was uh, the NHL All-Star Game was there, and the Pro Bowl was there, and there had to Vegas, which is crazy anyway, had to be even crazier with all that stuff going on. Yeah, it was a really busy weekend in, in the Valley, the Vegas Valley, and uh, well, a great weekend because the tourism numbers were up. It was it was a very busy weekend and uh, great for the city. It just it, it gives us another leg up in bringing a major league baseball team, a major league soccer team, and an NBA team. So right, right, we're, we're excited about it. So, it's a good weekend. So I got to tell you that I think the NHL outshined the NFL in all-star games and including including their skills competition i uh the the nhl brought a little vegas angle to it with the 21 and 22 and the face-off uh from the bellagio uh the pro bowl i I, i've never seen a game like that I, i don't know why we're not just playing flag football well, that was my question, maybe because they're too good for that. But <laughs> touch football and flag football, flag football is a much more difficult game. That's true. At, at least you've got to show some, uh, you know, some uh, power and will being to, to go get that flag and get the flag. I, I, I think they should be playing flag football. If they don't want to tackle, play flag football. It will. It would be a far better experience because. I think there's professional flag football leagues out there. Yes. I don't I don't think there's any touch football leagues no, out no. there. It's all flag football. <laughs> that's, that's right. Maybe Alvin Kamara could join one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Finally, I want to end the show on the uh, college, your uh, college uh, basketball power ratings. And one thing that just amazes me, because you are so accurate with what you're talking about, uh, and I only have the ones up to to two seven. I don't have today's yet, but you got Gonzaga, Illinois, Purdue, Arizona, Kansas, Villanova, Houston, Duke, Kentucky, and Texas Tech. There are a lot of people who are wondering about your Illinois pick, but I got to tell you, I think you're dead on. When everybody's healthy, they could be extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous, and. You know, I, I I just we're in Illinois country, and I think people are going to have to open their eyes to what's going on here. They did move up the 13th, but the fact that they can't break the top 10 in the AP just shows me the AP is a joke, in my opinion. Yeah, number one right now in the in the Big Ten Conference. They're in first place. Yeah, and you meant and you mentioned it. Uh, you know, Corbello and, and and Coburn have not played together. Um, but maybe 10% of the entire season so far. Right. Uh, so the last game they played was the most they played together, and they were dominating. They dominated a really good Indiana team on the road. It showed how good they were, and uh, they, I think they're only going to get better. I have a ticket on them to win it all. I'm a little worried about Gonzaga because they are the best team in the country, I think, by six points right now, which that scares me. But a national championship game, the Zags will probably be only about three or four over by the Illini at that point if they both run the table. So there will be an underdog in the game, but you know we're not going to be getting 12 to one or 15 to one or whatever the Illini are right now. Go grab them right now because this is a really good team. All right, to end the show, I'm going to throw two bets at you that I'm making, and I've already made them. One is under four. I'm taking the under in the total, and I'm also going with 
Joe Burrow at under 24 and a half completions. Do I have a shot here, Kenny? Love it. I love it. Yeah, well, the, the numbers bear it out that Joe Burrow's road stats, his median stats, uh, for the entire year, 20 completions, 30 attempts, 250 passing yards. That's his median numbers in all of his road games. Well, the Rams at home only allow 21 completions right on what Joe Burrow has, 20. So my number just using those two metrics would be 20 and a half, and the number is 24 and a half. Right. I think Zach Carroll will be very conservative. Uh, Tony Romo was beside himself. 13 straight first down runs. Right. Uh, I don't think Tony Romo will be calling the plays this weekend. At least I haven't heard. <laughs> so it's going to be the same play calling, and they're going to. They don't care. And I understand. Would you rather be second and seven or second and eight, or take a chance at a sack and be second and seventeen? Exactly. I think they feel much better in second and seven. So that's they're going to they're going to run the football. There's no doubt. Yes, absolutely, and they should with a guy like Mixon. All right, Kenny, great show today. That wraps it up for the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, brought to you by Kenny White Sports. Folks, we'll see you next week. Go Bengals!